0: This is Infection, the survival podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, July the 19th, 2022, episode 392. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome into another edition of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig. You can check out my website, nickcraig.com. If you want to check out my daily political antics. It's the Wilmington's Morning News podcast. You can also find links to all of my various social media platforms and channels there as well. NickCraig.com and of course our website InfectionPodcast.com as well. Can't do this thing alone. Joining me as he does uh, with a uh, a very young uh, child also, uh, Brian with an eye, Aldridge. Brian, uh, have you? Uh, have you? I assume you haven't had a chance to do any video gaming in the uh, in the last six days. I, ha- since we I have were last not been here. Yeah. So that's yeah
1: I, I am going to hockey tonight so oh, that, okay. that's like my first real thing i'm going out to kind of normalcy but yeah we've been mostly home uh you know i've been doing work taking a little bit of time off partial hours for each day kind of ramping up to normal hours but everything's been going smoothly and good uh my Excellent. wife's been trying to catch up on sleep <laughs> but it's uh it's it's good so uh everything is, is going wonderfully if you want to find me you can find me at uh brian aldridge on gab parlor getter truth social Or you can check out my blog, biteoftech.com. If you want to go check out our website, I encourage you to go to infectionpodcast.com. And on the right-hand side, you'll see where you can join our server on Discord. And if you do that, there is a politics channel. We've got a news channel. Or if Maybe there's a topic uh, that you think we should cover, something that maybe you think we've missed or something we haven't been covering. Go ahead and jump in there, and you can post a link, and we'll review it before the live show. And that way, you can give some feedback and input into what we put on the air. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to catch the video forms of the podcast, you can do that through the Twi- Twitch, YouTube, YouTube and D Live, and then the lower right hands all the podcast forms. So whatever platform, device you could listen to it on your computer. A lot of ways to do that, but those are recorded and then uploaded after the show is done. So you can't do those live like the video. Uh, but if you are listening to it after the fact, you're more than welcome to jump to that the show notes for that particular episode because. We'll have those listed for all the different things that we reference through our live show. So links for videos, uh, source material, anything that we refer to, we will oh, have like it on there. Word. And a nice little audio and video player built source in. Material. So, oh. yes, yeah, so it works really? out very well. <laughs> uh, and so it, also, if you want to support the show, we've got uh, infectionpodcast.com forward slash support, or there's a tab up top for support. And people do Prime Gaming subs and Humble Bundle and a lot of different ways you get subscribe stars, a lot of ways that you can do that. And we appreciate it because... Hopefully there will be a live show in person at a convention or something here soon, uh, which would be a lot of fun to do. Everything's been crazy with COVID, but maybe it'll go back to normal once things change. How about that? Yep. Absolutely.
0: Um, all right. Well,
1: what uh, what do we want to
0: start off with this week? Got, We've got, we got a whole bunch of... Um, well, I, I, I don't want to talk about... There's a topic we brought but, up.
1: Yeah. yeah There's ahead. a topic in the post-show that we talked about a little bit, about BMWs. I... I I think that that might be an interesting conversation because this is something that I did not realize was happening. Um, yeah. and, and and these BMWs, they have microtransactions in a, in now, a car. Now, you hear Mike. Go ahead. Let, let me say, this is in South Korea right now. That
0: is where this yes. is being done. I don't know if the plan is to expand that, and honestly, I don't know anything about South Korean culture. So I don't know if this is... Uh, I'm not sure if this is crazy or not. It sounds crazy. The idea of it isn't sounds is crazy, crazy to me.
1: It might. But be. But, look it, at all but, the things but you, we accept here, though. <laughs>
0: oh, exactly. And I, so I'm just just premising that out there, and then yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, so I, I opened this up, and they started talking about things. There are things that maybe I would do microtransactions for a car for, Well, let's talk about some of the things that they're actually doing microtransactions on a car for. Uh, first of all, they these things are for. Uh, like the integration of your phone with the vehicle screens and audio systems. Here, that's PowerPoint. built in, you don't pay for it. That costs eighty dollars a year to do in South Korea. Uh, you know, they they did that and then no, actually no, this one sorry, that wasn't South Korea. That's something they tested here. And then they did that in two thousand nineteen. People got really upset here and then they turned that around. Um, you know, was, but of course in South Korea they must not have gotten as much pushback because there to heat your seats, it costs eighteen dollars a month. Or if you wanted to pay a one-time fee, you could pay four hundred and fifteen dollars for unlimited heating your seats in your vehicle. Uh, and you know, but he's got a list of some of these on the sh- on on the screen right now for those that are listening. Uh, now I don't. Are those pounds? Is that, what is that? No, that's whatever, uh, that's whatever, that. that's,
0: that's whatever. Yen or, or whatever, yeah, managed. whatever they, whatever, whatever they their do.
1: currency is, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and so the same thing, That's $450 US for that, uh, you know, whatever their, their drive connected feature there for front seat heating is 15, whatever's okay. a month, um, right. steer wheel, steering wheel heating, 10, whatever's a month, GPS
0: you have to pay for. Hold on. Brian, I gotta yes. I, I I let me be clear. I am not a yes. microtransaction person in any way yes. shape or form. I think I've made that abundantly clear. Why are we not giving and why are we not having the same amount of outrage? With Tesla and Elon Musk, Brian, he does the same shit with the Tesla. You have to pay to give more people. You can give people remote access to your car. You can buy an add-on auto drive feature, which by the way, he's already charged people upwards of $15,000 for this auto drive add-on feature. He sold the car to them with the idea that this car is going to, when you're at work, it's going to be driving around autonomously doing Uber and generating you income. None of that has happened. Yeah. This, these things are still killing people just driving in cities across the country. Why are well, we so just, surprised I, by this? That Elon person... Musk? Everybody loves Elon Musk and he's doing the same shit. <laughs> Why do we care if BMW well, is the, doing
1: it? I heard the head of that department like left the company. So who knows if like, Part of that flack is falling back on him. You know, he's fallen on the sword for that.
0: He does need to, well, Elon Musk does need to fall on the sword because that's how he promoted it in these stupid press conferences. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can go, you will be at work and your car will be out driving and it will make you all this money. These things, these things barely have lane assist, which is a, which is yep. a standard that every other car company offers and has offered for the last decade. Yeah. I just don't, I don't well, know why think- why we're so outraged about this with BMW when we love it that Elon Musk does it. We love to spend $15,000 for full self-driving, which, by the way, you don't even get yet. You pay for it. It's it's still not available. I'm not saying I agree with the BMW thing, but I feel like there's a huge, and I'm not saying you are, but there just seems to be a huge level of inconsistency here. We love Elon Musk. He's our champion. He's doing it. We hate BMW, what everybody's saying. Oh, this is late-stage capitalism. I saw that a million times this week. Oh, here's (laughs) late-stage capitalism again.
1: But we love Elon Musk doing it. Well, and I think here's my line in the sand It's because I think sure. there are things that they can, for instance, the self-driving feature, I think that would take very regular software updates. It may take things that, you know, it's connecting with their servers to be able to process things, something like that. I could see a subscription service for that. But when you're talking about heated seats, turning on heated seats, that's a hardware that could be a toggle switch in your car. If it can run on a toggle switch, it doesn't need a software update doesn't need any interaction from the outside of the vehicle. That's where I think that there's crossing the line.
0: Just like... Look at this.
1: I, my here's, line in, in games...
0: Go ahead. Here's Tesla Model S anti-theft upgrade. Now, this is... Now, there is some things that come with it. There is that some hardware.
1: A, that has a... I, I, one, well, okay. Uh, two window decals. That's uh, great. Come on. And yeah, then exactly. the hardware, a sensor. <laughs> You're okay, paying for exactly. the sensor for 350 I I,
0: I get that, but... You're spending eighty five, eighty nine, ninety five thousand dollars on a on a Model S, and they're going to charge yeah. you three hundred fifty dollars for a you sensor. Can't include
1: the anti theft, yeah.
0: But notice it says um, it says twenty twelve through twenty twenty two. The Tesla hasn't been out since twenty twelve, so I don't know exactly. Maybe that maybe, was like their early test the models that weren't used or something.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure exactly. They may what that they is. may have ones that were created back then, that, but weren't yet available to the public. Yeah. It will warn against potential
0: theft with an audible alarm. It increases your vehicle protection with an active sensor technology designed to detect motion inside of the cab as well as sense if the vehicle is moved or tilted. And this is $350.
1: <laughs> okay, so on an here's a $1,000 one- car. They also have in here the ability to add engine sounds. Now yes. that one I'm not—I don't really care as much because it's not limiting your use of the car. Whether or not mm-hmm. I have a, you know, on a, a mostly electric vehicle, whether or not I have a, okay. If someone's stupid enough to pay for that and not just put—if they really want that, put a CD in the car that has, you know, engine sounds. Is that what you really want, uh, I—I—that I, I'm not as is frustrated with because that is a totally optional feature that can be added to your car now it's way overblown on the cost that i remember seeing but if it's a hardware device that i already have paid for that you're just now allowing me to flip the switch on but what do we do with our phones we allow them to limit us on our phones and tell us that we can't uninstall apps from a hardware device that we purchase we -hmm. accept it in our own ways in different ways so really uh you know i have the same complaint about a phone that's why i got a one plus was to, because there was less of that, um, because Samsung put so much stuff that slowed down phones on, and Motorola put so much stuff that slowed down your phone. So I quit using them. Now it's much easier to switch to a different phone than it would be, you know, to switch a car. I guess you could sell it and buy another one, so it's not really hard. But it's more of a cost. I I just think they need to figure out if it's something I've already paid for. Don't gate it. Don't put a, Don't say, oh well, if you want to flip the on switch virtually here you go pay us all this money because i already paid for the part don't make me go in and hard if you're going to try to void my warranty because i went in and put a toggle switch on this heated seats that you put into my car don't (laughs) void my warranty because you know you're 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 holding me ransom for it so i couldn't agree with you more brian and i'm incredibly
0: outraged about this as well i don't sound like it because we brought this upon ourselves um, you know everybody I know. wants we to see. It,
1: it in small things exactly
0: and this it, now we have we have told these companies that this is an appropriate thing to do we have allowed it in that in literally every other facet of our lives without yes. uh, sticking up and saying anything about it and now that it's finally gotten to a point where it's beyond ridiculous for most people most of the other things were ridiculous for you and I Brian we've been talking about Microtransactions in the sense of video games for at this point, almost a decade. I mean, we've been talking yeah. about the ridiculous microtransactions in video games. You spend $75 on a game and then they're constantly pestering you to drop 10, 15, 30 bucks here and there. It's, it's ridiculous. But we've allowed this. Yeah. Mobile, game, mobile games, uh, the mobile game marketplace is making billions of dollars a year on microtransactions. So, for a, from a business yeah. standpoint, this makes perfect sense. You'd be an idiot not to try and do this.
1: You want to the, hear the how con- they're framing the this? consumer?
0: The consumers want it, Brian. They're spending the money on it in every other uh-huh. facet of their life. They do, and I hate. I, you and I hear- know. I, I know that's the. Stu- I know I sound like a some shill for BMW, but we've or we've told them we love doing this. We will spend billions of dollars a year on things yep. like this. Why would they not want to do it? It's a marketplace that they can profit uh, handsomely from. How are they saying? How, how are they uh, saying it or laying out? <laughs>
1: Here's how they're they're framing this. Sure. They said, "The hardware feature for the hardware for this feature has already been installed in your vehicle during production at no extra cost." Oh, so they're oh, saying so nice. they put it in there free. You know, but you can't use it because they just put it in there for free, but you're paying for it when you purchase the subscription. What are you talking about? If I I own that car, you can't come and take it back. You can't come and take the heated seats module out of the car cuz I decided not to Subscribe to your feature, right? That that is that is one of the most lawyer lawyeristic ways to say that <laughs> I have ever heard in my life. That that you did not put it in at no extra cost. They paid what eighty to ninety thousand dollars or ninety five thousand dollars for this vehicle, and you're telling me you put in heated seats at no extra cost. If if this was a free car, then you could microtransaction me all over the place if I'm willing to take that free car but it's not True. a free car. It's $95,000 car. Uh, you know, I think what we're going to see in the future to, to do this is you can get a discount on your vehicle. If you choose not to activate all the features, right. Sure. And then you can activate all the features by paying d- 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 over time. Cause I know, people are going to be like, man, I really want these heated seats." All right. I'll pay you $750 for these stupid heated seats when you didn't pay it. You know, but we gave you the $750 discount when you purchased the vehicle so that you wouldn't have, you know, can save you some money. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Now, let me. Okay. It's.
0: It's. I, I will say this: the saving grace in all of this is that because these features are already hardware installs, and this is just software, there will absolutely mm-hmm. be a, a a widget, a gadget, a module, a something that um, yeah. that folks will be able to install if they want to. For for let, yeah. and let's let's also be clear. And again, I'm not justifying it. But if you're spending ninety five thousand dollars on a car, is three hundred dollars a year for heated seats even something you care about? Ninety five thousand yeah, dollars for mean, a car is an incredible amount of money.
1: Yes, yeah, that I mean, is not. Back like, in the day, you could buy a house for that around here. <laughs> I mean, that's what ninety five thousand dollars a year st- back. You know. If there's there's five years ago yeah you.
0: but there's you can go to you can go to rural areas and buy land and oh yeah house there's for, places for a hundred thousand so let's be clear yeah. i'm not again I, i'm not justifying it at all but this is not a twelve thousand dollar car that people are going to mod you do you think somebody that goes out and buys a ninety five thousand dollar bmw is going to even bother trying to find some reddit post or some
1: yeah.
0: giz, gizmo or widget on ebay To get their heated seats? No. They're just gonna spend three hundred more dollars. Who cares? And that's the
1: probably thing. They know their audience. Exactly. They know their audience.
0: And that's part of it too, is again, knowing your audience. And if you're gonna charge ninety five thousand dollars for a car, is it no. Really ludicrous to ask another three. It is yes. I, I it's a rhetorical question. But are people going yeah. to have this visceral reaction? to Home oh, th- three hundred and fifty. What is a car payment on a nine hundred and fifty, a ninety-five thousand dollar car? Seven hundred. It's to be nine hundred dollars a month. Nine,
1: to to thousand dollars a month. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: So d- it's three hundred dollars a year. Even a relevant number.
1: Yeah, and that's what they're no, probably counting. the answer on. is no. Imagine doing this in a Honda. Imagine in it, a Honda them it, exactly, to this, or a, or a exactly, Mazda
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm uh, not justifying now, it, but this, I'm
0: saying from a business perspective, and from that standpoint, I know this makes me a terrible, awful capitalist. I need to be, you know, hung in the streets. fine, whatever. Come, come get me. Um, they people have already indicated they're willing to do this, and let's be clear: how is this any different than charging for any other luxury feature? I guess the, the concern yeah. is that the hardware is already in the vehicle and they're charging for software. I get that. That's, that's but, the thing. They're I, I hardware
1: for the ability to turn on something that's already there. That's what, but, uh, that's what gets me. If it were something it like the, the, a non-needed feature, like the sound of your motor going, that, I don't need that, right? To drive the car, me. to take fully advan- full advantage of everything in my vehicle, I don't need that.
0: It gets me too, um, but I don't think in the luxury world, something like this is crazy and outlandish.
1: Well, and, and if you think the, the culture of South Korea, too, is I don't know anything about that either. from America. Yeah. I, I do know about the culture of South Korea and they are a very highly just. Status driven uh, capitalism gone on steroids society because they've they've got revolted so hard against North Korea in that way that South Korea is just all about money, 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 money. Uh, and just to a point where it's kind of not good anymore. You know, if you look at where you know they complain about capitalism here, uh, no, North, South Korea has a capitalism that's very different uh, to where it's kind of messed up their society, in my opinion, a little bit. And so maybe they found that they could do this here, and this is kind of a status symbol, you know, and then people are willing to do this. Uh, for them, it's not a, it, not a big deal. I, I just, I, I think that my scary thing is, are they going to, try to say, well, I've broken some terms of service by somehow activating this on my own. I think they probably will. They, That's where I'll say, you don't own my car anymore. When I purchased it and drove it off a lot, just like a cell phone, I should be locked out of this, and they still do that stupid thing here. They shouldn't be able to say, once I've purchased this vehicle, I should be able to mod it and do whatever. I should be able to pull the engine out. I should be able to put whatever stereo one I, I want into there. You can void my warranty if you want, but you, shouldn't, you can't sit there and complain to me and try to disable anything in my vehicle once I drive it off that lot. I. That's what it comes down to. Maybe I, I can't use your service, but I can I do it another way. I don't disagree, ways. but you
0: bring up a great point about cell phones, and it's the exact same thing. I went out and spent. $1, we 1,100 accept it, o- it here, and it frustrates spent, me so. Much. I spent eleven hundred dollars on an iPhone, and guess what? I have to use iMessage. I don't have a. Yeah. I don't have a. Um, I don't have an, another choice now. Yes, I can use other messaging apps, but I have to use iMessage. It's the default messaging app. I can't change it. There are things that yeah. are locked. See, that's in the there. stuff
1: that frustrates me. You pay but that see, much money for a hardware device. Why? Device? Why are you limiting what I can do on it? Sure, you want uh, to have some security features, but don't limit it. I, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying we have we have. Yeah. This is our own fault. We have allowed this, and now
0: the 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 rooster, the chicken, the roosters are coming home to roost, and everybody's all pissed off why we have made the, we no. have normalized this we have not put our we did not put our foot down over the last decade or so when this really started taking off we allowed it and said oh it's okay it's oh, but it's an iphone brian it doesn't matter uh you yeah. know oh 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 it's, it's 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 a it's a mac it's okay that they're gonna charge me 1700 dollars for a, a vase amount it, it's fine it's fine it's fine it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and then bmw yeah. does it and we go oh my god I well, just, do you want to know where I, all I this don't, don't started?
1: Do you want to know where all this started? Because I've seen this unroll over time. I mean, sure. originally radio with ads, right? That's normal. We accept it. It's a free service that you're receiving over the air. Yeah, correct. Then there's yes. TV with ads to to over the air free. But then all of a sudden, they started putting ads in cable television. Exactly. Where there weren't ads before. Yeah. And we were like, okay. They were like, oh, people didn't push back too hard. Sure, they're paying $100 a month for stupid TV. Now we can pack tons of ads in and and you know they're they're still paying for it and we accepted that then they moved on to phones and everywhere else oh and that you know now they're talking about in video games putting ads in video games while you play them while you're driving down the street and there's an ad playing my favorite example i mean we've accepted it and we're and we're not complaining enough my favorite example
0: is um uh oh, hulu weather. yeah yeah there's a weather alert something is going on here <laughs> um th- my favorite is hulu which offer which you pay um, a
1: monthly subscription well for. yeah but there's
0: like there's like yeah. multiple tiers but there's like a a ten dollar yeah. ver or like now maybe it's like a six or five dollar version of who you pay for it and then you still watch yep. ads so yep. it's like so i know it, it, but 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 we've accepted that and we said oh it's okay it doesn't matter i mean yeah
1: i know and that's and then, and then, that, we're, we, then we've we're, let it then happen slowly in every area it's going to creep in the aspect of our life because no one has said that is enough. No more. Everybody's like, oh, but you say you'll give me a little bit more if I let you do this and this and this? How about you just give me what I pay for? That's what I want. Quit, quit putting ads in something I pay for. You know, when they do pre-rolls on a subscription service, what are you talking about? This is the face. Yeah. This is Now, now <laughs> this is what we
0: look like. We're so surprised. Like, like
1: what? I accepted yeah. it
0: in all these other areas <laughs> of my life, but now you're doing it in a thing that's kind of important to me. But here's the, and also the other thing too, this isn't important because nobody at PC Gamer writing this story is affording a $95,000 BMW. So
1: I know on a, uh, yeah. On, on a, writer's salary, a journalist, I, game, a game journalist salary. Believe me, they're not, b- they're believe not me, I work in media, believe me. yeah. I mean, I'd be exactly. lucky
0: to be, be lucky to be driving a cardboard box to work with my salary. So, <laughs> so, so, so we're good to go. Um, uh-huh. all right. Um, all right. Where do we go from here? Uh, <laughs> talk if, about you'll, if you'll, the um, if you'll run, uh, run the show for a minute, I need to, d- to go and do something really quick related to that alarm that went off. So uh, take, us, <laughs> all take, right, us, yeah. take us somewhere.
1: <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and do this. First of all, let's talk about China here for a minute. <laughs> and, and I'm interested to get Nick's opinion when he gets back from his weather alert. Uh, China has now, they're creating a mind-reading porn detection hat or cap that you what? put on. We're <laughs> you
0: supposed to come back for this. Well, I, I, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to post something. I'm trying to post a couple of things and get ready for something here on social media. Okay, people. I know they've, they've got to cut you off. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> they've done a what?
1: This, okay. they, they, they're they creating a mind-reading porn detection cap so that they can censor people to, to tell if they're looking at porn while on the internet. Now, of course, where else stu- could they, they take this?
0: But I've got a stupid comment on this. Why are they making yes. a... Por- Why don't they just put a system on your computer or your phone that looks at the actual video or the or the picture? Why would you need a mind okay. reading hat? You have to... Like, like, obviously, I guess you could go and physically buy pornography. I'm not sure if that's a thing you can do in well, China. I don't they're know. they're
1: worried. Okay, Okay, yeah, go they've ahead. got, you know, there's satellite internet. There's other ways that you can, there's ways to get the internet, you know, in some places in China still. And so they've got to figure out, but if you're willing to put on the mind detecting porn hat. Oh yeah, of well, course. It's like, yeah, you have to physically put it on. You have to put the, now. Okay. But where's this going to go? Here's my worry. Are they going to put it into your head or attach it? Cause Elon Musk, what's Elon Musk working on right now? Do you know uh, there's a, what's there's it? This yeah. Project. What's
0: it called? Um,
1: uh, you know the name
0: of it the yeah, Neuralink yeah of course. Neuralink
1: he's working on something that taps into your brain so that your brain communicates with a computer at what point are they gonna require you to tap to plug yourself into the device you're getting ready to use that will then use some sort of DNA confirming thing to, to know that it's you plugged into there and then they're gonna be sitting there and reading your 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 thoughts while you look at the computer, to make sure that nothing you're looking at is something you're not supposed to look at now, let I mean, me talk ask, about nineteen eighty four all over again,
0: yeah, but how is this I'm trying to figure out how to how to how are they gonna differentiate
1: porn from sex uh no, well. I, guess I mean, is maybe, this not I, about, if if I mean, are you supposed they're, to... They're only allowed to have one or two... One child there, so maybe... Yeah, I mean, but I think you're, you're allowed to, sign to have up sex, for that. I think.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm I mean, not maybe sure. Maybe they
1: temporary... Dis- when, you're, when, you're, when you're during your your week that you're allowed to make your baby, maybe they turn off your mind detection hat for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, they say that right now, you know, it's, it's I agree 80% with Green accurate. Man. I agree with Greenman. He says he wants
0: to try... I would love to see how something like this works.
1: Well, I mean, okay, so right now... That the research consisted of 15 male volunteers. I mean, look, sign up for this in China. 15? They're like, hey, 15 That's volunteers. That's fifteen volunteers. saying. 20 there? There's like
0: a gazillion people in China and they have 15 people?
1: But I mean, when you're corrupting their future, you could only sacrifice 15 oh, of these. Jesus. I mean, who knows what they do with them after mm-hmm. because they've been corrupted. They probably put them in a camp for the rest of their life. You're like, you can look at porn for a couple of weeks for a test. Of course, you're going to have to be in a camp for the rest of your life so you don't infect anyone else. But you know, you're you're... What a small price to pay, right? Yeah, for, I for, mean, for on, do, we do it for
0: Chairman Mao.
1: <laughs> so, 15 male volunteers, 2025, uh, and they were, uh, you know, they were shown porn. Well, of course, it, it would have to be straight porn because they mentioned in here homosexuality. Homosexuality is legal but frowned upon in China, so they probably didn't do that. Okay, uh, and it was 80% accurate. They showed them pictures of non-porn and porn, and 80% of the time they could tell whether or not they were looking at porn. You could also put. I mean, they're paying, spending a lot of money for something. They could just attach something down below that would probably do just as well and be a hundred percent accurate. I mean,
0: or really, and and again, and I say, why not a why not a piece of software on the device or the computer or something like that 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 does all of this? I mean, they, they manage but and I, I think, everything else. So who can? Why is this any different?
1: I well, and this is where I think that that's what scares me is because. It's obviously not because a person's willing to put on a hat. Because if you're going to do something you know is wrong, you're not going to put the hat on at that time, right? Uh, I'm concerned that it comes down to they're going to, they're going to, once Neuralink or that type of technology is nailed down, force people to tap into their computer, and then they will do things to censor. You know, this is a hat that they put on. It's just, it doesn't make sense because the person has to voluntarily do it. They have to voluntarily put a hat on. So why are you doing something? It's like saying, I, you know, if you put on this hat, it can tell if you're speeding on the, on the freeway. Okay, well, how about I take off the hat, speed for a bit, take, put the hat back put, on, put the hat and back then I go on. the speed limit. Yeah,
0: you've really ousted the, uh, the Chinese government on this one. You've really outplayed them. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, mean, I know. <laughs> I, if only they had me in the original planning meeting for this. They're like, oh, we didn't think of that. You know, I can't, can't believe we didn't think of it. They take the hat off? Oh, we told them to keep it on (laughs) yeah so this is their current censorship uh tactic that they're using to try to tackle porn in china so we'll see where it goes uh but yeah they were they were they were shown explicit imagery and uh you know it it would trigger and say hey this is a bad image and there you go that is currently in china um they're We'll see where where it goes from there. Um, um,
0: I would yeah. like to I'd like to cover. I'd like if I could choose two different things that we cover. I, there's a yes. list of games that we need to look at towards the end of the show. Um, yes. But first, I want to briefly talk about CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077. Um, again, I don't like uh, Brian. I'm not somebody that likes to pat myself on the back at all and tell say that I did such a phenomenal job pontificating something. But I did. Uh, I, I, I nailed Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, I nailed it completely, um, unfortunately, because it ended up being a really uh, rough launch for the game. It was rough. It was broken. It was very frustrating for a lot of folks, myself included, on launch.
1: So, Can I, can I read your prediction and the date of your prediction? Oh, sure. I, mean, just, yeah, you know, people- yeah,
0: I don't remember. I don't. Yeah, yeah. What did I say?
1: I think it was August 27th of 2019. Kay. You said... Cyberpunk is overhyped and will fall short of expectations.
0: I mean, I that was your
1: your it. prediction. Okay, so <laughs> okay, I did, with that going forward. Now let's see what we we'll see what happened. Well, that was a pretty
0: generous. It's not that it just fell short yeah. of expectations. The game the game was not playable on launch. I thought it was just okay. going to. I okay. thought it was going to be completely overhyped.
1: What what? The, okay, wait, wait. But you started to say will be a failure. But then you kind of said, well, 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 you backed off of that a little bit. You started so, with, yeah. you did say, we'll be a failure. And you said, no, no, no. Okay, listen. And so I crossed out failure. And then you said, oh, it'll fall short. I think you didn't want to, you know. Well, I didn't want to look too like far. A complete with it. moron. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, but you were right the first time. You didn't have to backtrack and say, and say well, you know, it'll fall short. You're right with failure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. Um, but now we're learning a little bit more why that failure. And of course, in yes. and, and any good company, CD Projekt Red is saying it is somebody else's fault and not their own. There is a new internal report that has been given towards a group called um, the Upper Echelon Gamers. Uh, and yes. in this report, this length, apparently it's some sort of internal document, um, and mm-hmm. it reads and shows um, that there was a third-party company that CD Projekt Red um, hired a uh, co- contract, right? the Quantic Lab, yep. to do their QA. And apparently, yep. Quantic Lab either misrepresented themselves as to how big they were, what their uh, abilities were, or what they had access to, and apparently just totally blew smoke up CD Projekt Red's ass throughout the entire development process that the game was good, yep. they had a bunch of things solved, and you know it wasn't... You know, the, the issues weren't game-breaking, and it wasn't as bad as they thought. And um, apparently, well, all of that was a lie, because the game was incredibly bug-ridden and broken on launch, and it's taken... But let's yeah. be clear, though. It wasn't just bugs that were the problem for this game. There was some major um, gameplay improvements and features that were missing on launch, too. So while... I'm yep. sure some of the frustration for many folks is the physical, uh, you know, the the bugs in the game, the the those. There was many of other shortcomings as well, because it took them a well, year to get it ironed out.
1: And it didn't feel like an open world game, in no. Because that, that's what I, you know, look looking at their other games that CD Projekt has made, Witcher, Witcher, yeah, is a big open world game, and this. Like, that's what I was looking forward to, was just kind of go around the city, kind of like what I do with, with Rockstar Games, with GTA, the G- and, and, and Red Dead Redemption too. I love just going around and discovering things and exploring. I had no desire to explore in Cyberpunk because it didn't feel like it. It felt like it was just laid out so you could go from quest objective to quest objective. There was no kind of things rails. happening. Very much on rails. where but it wasn't really they were But it kind of was. But there wasn't. You, I mean, but if you, but if you went somewhere else, there was okay. There was a quest over there, but there wasn't anything cool to find. I know. I I, I wasn't ready for that quest over there, so I'm not going over there. Where I didn't think about that with Red Dead Redemption or GTA. I'm going over there because there might be something really cool that I've not seen yet. Where I knew with with how much of Cyberpunk I had seen up to that point, I was like, I know there's nothing cool over there. There's another quest that's going to lead me off somewhere else. That's all that there is. And that was what was really disappointing i was expecting especially in a cyberpunk world where there's so much imagination and just fantasy of 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 the way that it's built and and, you know the all of the modules and they could have done so much and i felt like they didn't deliver you know sure it was an on-rail story that was an okay story the ending didn't work out very well i didn't think and especially doing all these different separate endings where i wasn't even motivated to play through the endings again to see the six different endings or whatever they had Hmm. Uh, i that that's what really got me where i mean you know what i did with red dead red dead redemption 2 i i played every quest on that and i tried to find every little thing you know if there's a rabbit that for some reason if you look at the rabbits here's the thing interesting about red dead redemption 2 if you follow the rabbits and you chase a rabbit and it runs up to a tree there's there's a hole in the side of the tree it'll run into that hole in the tree little things like that those are the cool things that i found where this, the AI was so messed up on Cyberpunk that, what was the point? If, if they couldn't even get the AI to operate in a normal fashion, I knew they weren't doing any, any of the other cool stuff. And if they were, shame on them. Yeah. I, I, that would have made me more pissed if they took the time to put in these little features that are like, oh, that's cool. But then their AI was such a mess and buggy. I just knew that with how buggy it was, there's no way that they took the time to do anything else. It, it, they, were, they were pushing to try to hit that deadline. And they've been, they didn't really even hit the deadline.
0: Well, and that's why I, I want to, you Dingo, know, boom, I want to make sure that our expectations are, are, are clear with this. And I want to thank, before we do that, I want to thank our friend Green Man Cartoons and UGX Vibe, both for hitting us up with resubscriptions here during the program. Tier yeah, one subs, you. ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Greatly appreciated. Um I don't think it's fair to say all of this is this quantum leap or quantum whatever, quantum computing fault or, or can't whatever. can't be 100% them. Quantic lab. There is no, oversight. No, it's
1: not 100% yeah. them. Yeah. There has to be oversight. There's no way that there, well, we're going to trust everything you say up to production. And oh, sure, all the code that we're doing just looks like it's falling apart. But you know what? You guys are testing. You're at testing. Well, you're saying it's all good and fixed by the time it gets there. It, that's yeah. That's how it
0: works. And that's exactly now what people are going to have to try and decipher is, okay, is there some truth to this? Oh, I'm sure, because if you're a yeah. company, Brian, and you say, "Hey, you know we're going to charge you half a million dollars to uh, to QA your game, or a million or, or 10 million, whatever it is." And then you get yeah. into it and you realize, oh crap, I should it should actually cost double uh, the amount of uh, you know double the amount that we charge them, and we don't have the staff. You're not going to want to go back on that because you're going to lose the contract. You're going to lose the whatever yeah. money you were already in on, the half a million or what, whatever it was. So I'm sure there was some level of, all right, let's just double down and figure this out. That in itself, if, if this is true, and I don't know, where are they? Sweden? Norway? Some Slavic country. Uh, I, I, um, thought,
1: I thought it was, yeah, I, I thought it was Poland.
0: Poland. So I think whatever, Poland. Whatever country they're in, I don't know what the legal system is there, but if yeah, this Polish. is true. Polish, they're Polish, that's what okay. it is. I don't know what the, what the Poland legal system looks like, but if this report is true, this internal document that leaked, CD Projekt Red needs to sue these people for malice yep. because they, they they caused serious, irreputable damage to CD Projekt Red, which is the next point is that their stock is worth a quarter of what it was prior to the yeah, launch it, of Cyberpunk. It, it went down
1: 75 75- percent. The now, stock didn't, went down 75%. Now, this would be let, a time to buy it because well, they've got another Witcher game coming out.
0: But hold on, let's be clear. There's lots of stocks that have struggled. We're in serious mm-hmm. you know the, the world's economy is not in the greatest shape right now. So, there is definitely no. some impact of that. But but
1: yeah, it's not 100% it's, just, all stocks are down across the board.
0: But there is still some of it here that needs to be looked at is as, as as this game was very much a flop and is a, is a is an egg on the face of,
1: of CD Project Red well in, in the harm to their company's reputation now as a as a person who does this kind of work, you know software work, and I integrate into other companies, can I tell you what they should have done, and if they didn't sure. do this then it's it's their fault as well. I don't know if they're paying a company to do this, how are they not integrating one of their one or more of their employees into that company to help with this testing? There should have been employees of theirs that are working on site at this testing company that should have uh, called this, brought this to notice, said, hey, you know, there's not enough employees, there's none of this happening, there's these falling through the cracks, and they should have then would have been able to catch this early. Now, if there were people that were on site and they didn't call this out, then this is you know, a total failure on their part to take to take control of it and to say, hey, either you, man, you, you, you this company, you, you people here need to hire more people, you need to you know, change the standards, whatever it is that they needed to change at this, uh, was it, it Ninantic Lab or...
0: Uh, Quantic Labs.
1: Quantic Labs, whatever they would have need to, uh, need to have done to get the proper resources, employees, whatever. There should have been people on site and they should have had someone in the management level over there that's their employee that's overseeing that this is going at the correct pace and is going as, as it should. Because we deal with this kind of stuff with clients all the time, where uh, sometimes they don't have, the, the, the client that we're doing work for, their on-site uh, employees or their structure isn't set up to be able to do certain size of projects. And you know what we tell them? Well, we have people here that have managed those sides of projects. How about you bring our person into your company We'll manage this project. We'll get it to where, and we can even help train people that are your employees to be able to manage this size of a project. And then that way, after it's done, you can carry it forward and you can do it next time. But if you don't have the people and you're not willing to hire the person who's able to do it, then bring someone in from the company that's able to do it. And for it to have gotten to the end like this, they obviously didn't. Well, but
0: there, and there is an other angle of this as well that I don't that, that I think needs to be discussed too, and then I want to move on. Um, but could this also have been CD Projekt Red, Brian, not accurately laying out what was expected from this company, and maybe misrepresenting? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I don't know how you bid something like this out. I don't know if you bid it out in terms of hours or or, or uh, band power. I don't know how you bid something this like this. Usually, out, you'll do estimate. it in
1: stages. Yeah, you will okay. put the, to do certain stages here's our estimated cost okay. uh, or hours that it's going to need to do so, and then you're 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 trying to reach it but you got to gauge it by each section and then if one section's behind you adjust and you don't start the next one or even start counting it until the first one's done So is it possible that CD
0: project red may be misrepresented? How much work this was actually going to be? How much, and it, could it have been a situation where they thought that this QA group was going to have to do very little QA because they were under the impression that the game off the shelf, out of the studio, would be very, would be you know, relatively polished? And it turned out maybe all the bugs, Brian, maybe those were what were left. Maybe there was thousands of other bugs or hundreds of other bugs that were patched and reported by this company. And there was still that stuff that I refuse to believe that this company didn't do a damn thing because this game was broken beyond belief on launch. So it leads me to believe that maybe CD Projekt Red gave them a much worse state game that they were anticipating and expecting, and that caused this to ensue.
1: Well, and that's very, very possible too because what we expect going into a project is a very clear list of requirements. Exactly what you need. If you want us to bid something, you have to give us a document that tells us exactly what you want yeah. then we looked at we look at what it's going to take to make what you want and that's what we do our bid off of if you're if you're very vague in that document guess what we cannot give you an accurate bid so you know they may they haven't made a game for a while right i mean witcher the, the recent witcher is a fairly old game 20 and they were building- Something like that, yeah. And they were building off of previous revisions of the game, and so that's something where you already have an existing code base that you're then adding to, and so that saves a lot of bugs because that have already been ironed out by multiple previous versions that you've released. Uh, you now here you're working with a totally new code base. I think that there's a good chance they may have have not realized. You know, they're they're saying, "Oh, well, in our last project we did here's how here's how we handled it." Well your last project wasn't a fresh from the ground up project. This is. So that could be very possible that they didn't realize that they were going to need a lot more testing because the original version of of Witcher was a much smaller project, you know, on much more older technology. And then, you know, then you were adding and fixing and adding over many years, you know, and with then a new version of the game, Uh, where here, this is a one shot, you're making it from scratch type of a thing. And I just think that, it could have been a failure from both parts but whatever it was the recipe ended up being you know a disaster when it should have been something that being that they had experience making games and they've done this before they should have made a game that was less buggy in the first place uh you know i think it's because they've waited so long and they're using their own internal engine which is probably a huge part of the failure as well because they were trying to make their engine um have all these ray tracing and all these latest features when they haven't had that in any previous ones i bet you a lot of it comes down to their engine being so buggy that this company couldn't keep up can can you pin that 100 on them
0: no so like yeah let's just say they told the company all right you know you know we 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 expect you to fix 100 bug 200 bugs or or or, you know point these things because again these guys weren't developing the game they were taking reporting the bugs figure out the steps to reproduce that and then sending that back to CD Project Red. We we expect you to, we expect about 200 bugs in the game. What if there was 800?
1: Well, there's probably a thousand. But I'm saying,
0: but let's just say, let's just say you put out this bid and said, Hey, we're going to find a company that's going to help us get rid of QA 200 bugs for us. And it's double or triple that number. How can you blame that company? You, 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 well, you, the proposal, the bid wasn't accurate. And that's not, that might not even necessarily
1: be a fault of CD project, Red. They just, they didn't know. But well, what so, if, what if say, let's say they find these bugs and then they submit them back to CD project red for, you know, for them to troubleshoot and fix them. Yeah. What if uh, the way that if CD project red, isn't fixing them fast enough, or let's say they're not fixing them in a, in a way that's maybe they're fixing them in a way that was creating more bugs. It's you know, it is, there is a recipe for disaster. If CD Projekt Red, or sorry, I keep saying Red because that's one of their thing. But if CD Projekt was, let's say they, they, they received the bugs and they fixed them quickly and they actually fixed them to where it didn't create more bugs you know, for the most part, then this company would say, okay, here's new bugs. But when you have more bugs that then come from having fixed the previous bugs, sometimes it just gets to be a snowball that you can't keep up with. And there's a very good chance that that's what they ran into. Self fulfilling prophecy red wasn't able to fix them in a clear enough and and concise enough way to where you felt like you were checking them off the list. All you're doing is shuffling them around the board.
0: Yeah, and then you're running up against your your deadline. So, d- yep. whose fault is it? Who knew, Who needs to be blamed for everything? Uh, I don't think we have any more clarity on that now. Um, but it is interesting to note that if if this was truly, um, if this is truly the. <sighs> How do I say this? if this company, Quantum Labs, was yeah. truly misrepresenting as bad as city Project Red is claiming in this document allegedly, well they need to take legal action against them because that is yeah. that is illegal. I mean that that that's clear malice um, yep. and, and and you could seriously make the argument about you know punitive damages and things of that nature due to our company losing 70 percent of its stock value since the launch mm-hmm. of the game. The fact that they haven't d- d- done that makes me maybe wonder if there's more to the story than that.
1: So, yeah, and it's gonna be. I, it's most likely it'll be a combination of the two. You Correct. Know, I think there's gonna be some mishandling and mismanagement at CD Project Red, and there's probably gonna be some mishandling and mismanagement at Quantic Labs as well. You know, and and yeah. but a court case. You know, them doing a discovery and figuring out the contracts and what was promised, and then looking at what was delivered. It's going to come down to a judge looking and saying, hey, who dropped the ball here? Or, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not really anybody who's punished. You know, if they're both at fault, uh, it's kind of a mutual fault. You know, is Quantic Lab's going to sue them for not doing their job and making it more difficult than it should have been? I mean, you know, where does it it stop? And, you know, we'll see. It'll have to go forward, but it it is frustrating because I really wanted that game to be good i wanted it to be another red dead redemption i wanted it to be another gta i wanted it to be something or even another witcher that's what i wanted it to be uh and the fact that i haven't loaded it up again on my my xbox to play it through shows me that it it just wasn't as fun as what what they were promising it would be and that's sad because they generally their other games are a lot of fun
0: all right um let's uh well speaking of games that happen to be a lot of fun brian there is a list here that pc gamer has got um that's called uh nine upcoming survival games that aren't just chopping wood mining ore and repeat the uh you know the, the yep. rinse and repeat uh structure that we uh, typically see with with games. So do you want to, uh, you want to just tackle these one by one and, and just go yeah, through them? Cause we've already talked about they, some of them. There. Um, so let's start off with the first one here. Um, it's called retreat to E N Enen, E N um, is the game. And apparently it says it's a survival game where the ultimate goal is to relax. Um, there is a couple of things in here. There's a uh, hunting, fishing, exploration, and base building but it's not your traditional resource tree harvesting font, constantly trying to find rocks to hit with axes uh kind of of resource gathering apparently it's a little bit different um this looks like a pretty interesting uh game that is coming out um what's
1: yeah what they're saying is yeah what they're saying is that it, this is coming in more of rather than you know you're you're stuck somewhere trying to find things to eat is the earth or whatever world the CID is has been dest- destroyed somewhat. Uh, you know, and this is a little bit of a eco what, you know, eco warrior type of a situation, but what they're wanting you to do is have it to where you kind of fix the forest. You make it to where the living environment is healthy again. And that's why they say, uh, you know, here's where it gets kind of weird is, you know, learning to center yourself and master the art of meditation. um, you know, they, they said the systems were created in collaboration with mental health specialists. Yeah, look at and this. So this is a little meditation critical. area. Yeah, so you go in there, you can sit down and meditate. Uh, and it says it's critical, you know, for your health and survival abilities. And so they have it to where a lot of times you relax. Now this, you can tell there's some politics mixed into here, which always makes me nervous on a game. Uh, you know, when they, when they go super hardcore with, uh, you know, save the environment type of stuff. But, i'm totally down for a game where hey let's say there's you're, there's a world where you know, maybe there was nuclear war or something it's destroyed and your goal is to repair the world so i'm just giving a, i'm giving a storyline here that may not exist in this so that you know your ship that's been you know coming from some other place can land here and, and live again right um that type of thing this i'm what i'm worried about is there's so much gimmick to it because are people really going to want to sit down and meditate in their game in a game now that's where if they push it too far to try to push, you know, this this uh, kumbaya type of stuff, they're going to make a game that's not fun. They need to balance it, make it to where the story is moving that forward, and not forcing you in the gameplay to sit there and do weird things just so they can prove prove some point.
0: So that is uh, called Retreat to Enin, and that is coming out on August the fifth. There's a full link to the forty-five minute video you can see over on our website. Infectionpodcast.com. What's the uh, what's the next one here, Brian?
1: All right. So, this next one is kind of a similar uh, thought process. Forever skies. Uh, they say once again, the earth is in ruins, but it's not all, all doom and gloom. Your base is a blimp. It's pretty cool. Uh, and, and so, yeah. And so, you're a lone scientist. Uh, yeah, so, they're going to be adding co op in the future, I guess. But you're over like mangled cities and things like this. You dock your skyscraper, scrounge for supplies, craft gear and things like that, and you're trying to uncover a cure for a deadly disease um, that wiped out most of humanity. That's you know the survivors are hiding up in orbit, which is kind of like what I just said a minute ago. Uh, And then you know, and then where they can come back down. Like this is more of a story. The other one seems more gimmicky. This is the when I said I envisioned something like this. This is what I was talking about. Your goal is to come down, fix earth again so that it can be repopulated. That's a good idea to me. Uh, this one makes more sense than meditating because you can get your center of, I feel happy with myself, mm. and be able to then save the environment. This that's, looks pretty cool. That's going a little far. Yeah, and, and they've got some, you know, you can fly in space. Um, they've got, it, This one to me looks like it's gonna be late 2022 that it's released so at the end of this year, but this looks like more promise. Uh, I, I like the the fact that they have the space part of it. Um, they have a goal that you're aiming towards. I, I see this one possibly going somewhere.
0: And when is this one coming out?
1: The, the end of this year. Should be oh. out. Uh, they should be releasing it now. That's going to be early access, not full Perfect. release, but early access will come out at the end of this year.
0: Excellent. And that is also on Steam. You can go and add it to your uh, wish list now. It just says 2022 yes. on that. The uh, next one is a game called I am um I am Future which is the the next one that is up on here. This is kind of a different survival game. This is not your traditional oh. nitty gritty down in the dirt survival game. Um this a more one cartoony on
1: it. Yeah, this
0: one is a little bit more cartoony absolutely. Um so you're actually a Superhero, um, of of some way, or some some shape or form, you you awake from a a cryopod uh, or some sort of stasis sleep mode, um, and you find that this city that you were either in or you you are in is ruined, and now part of this is for you to and most other people escape, like most people left the planet, right? Yeah, or yeah, left the planet, left the city, whatever it is, and you can see waking out up, waking up out of this cryopod here to, um. You know, all hell kind of being broken loose. So, um, kind of a, uh, you know, I always talk about the arcadey games, Brian, that have that little bit more of yeah. the. All right, this is not just this, you know, this nonsensical nitty gritty thing. Um, yeah, this kind of looks like that, does it not?
1: Yeah, and and one cool thing here is that they talk about like you can get an AI controlled bot that you can train to help do your chores for you. Yeah, uh, they got fishing, farming, cooking, gardening, base building. So sculptures, you know, a lot of people that listen to our podcast enjoy, Uh, and I like the I like the art style of it. It looks like it'd be something that's a little less serious. uh, If you're looking for something that's a little more relaxing, yeah. I mean, look at this. But like that looks like
0: a that looks like a game, Brian, that you could just kind of pop open for a little bit and just kind of chill and play. Not every survival game needs to be you know constant adrenaline, heart racing. uh, I'm gonna lose all my stuff. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. (laughs) That that doesn't need to be every single game. This doesn't look like it is. This looks interesting. Yeah, and, um, and I, I
1: like the, And I like the I like the feel of it. That's the thing. And I, I think that that's a little more relaxing because sometimes you play so many survival games and they're all just you know stressing you out almost because of, of how sometimes realistic they are. You know, when, when the world's falling apart around you, sometimes you don't really need to want to play a game about the world falling apart around you. I mean, just just be very honest. true point.
0: Uh, <laughs> that is also out in twenty twenty two. We don't have an exact release date for
1: that. Okay, so this next one's called Above Snakes. Now, I'm, I, I love how they preface this. I'm a little wary of games featuring Native Americans. I mean, come on, Why BC Gamer? I mean, uh, why are you weary of games that they feature? say unless there are Native Americans on the dev team? So you're saying you can't you can't have a game that has someone who's Chinese in it unless you hire a Chinese person to work on the game? Are you serious? Like, why are you treating Native Americans as if they are not human?
0: Yeah, that's Honestly. literally what they're saying.
1: Really? You're treating yeah. them like they're, like they're like a caricature or something. They're humans. My nephew is a high percentage of Native American. One of my sons is a large percent Native American. Are you going to tell me I'm racist? Yeah. I mean, come on, people. W- quit treating Native Americans like they are some... I saw something where it's like, you're only allowed to have white people on, on covers of-, of, you know, cereal and things like that because they took off all the people that weren't. It's like, why in the world... Are- you-, you try to get people off thinking that you're protecting them from something, but when you take away... You say, we well, can't show anything about who they were. That's kind of a slap in the face. Don't you yeah, think... Very I- much I- so. I'm interested in Native American culture. I'm interested in all that. It's Why a are you saying you can't have a game, game about Native Americans?
0: It's a survival building game. Who cares what <laughs> color or race they are? Why is that even a I relevant just, conversation?
1: It, yeah, it's like, okay, you have to hire a Native American so- consultant, but because you can't know anything what? about a Native American without hiring a consultant...
0: Well, that you might, um, really? there's a lot of, you hire consultants for everything. You would, yeah, you probably, they've probably done something like that anyway. You would typically hire a consultant. But
1: I'm not going to say, oh, I'm not buying this game. You, you know, you have a Chinese person. Where's your Chinese consultant? I want to see the forum that shows that you did. Yeah. You have the Chinese yeah. consultant on your thing.
0: Yeah. You hire, really? consu- okay. you hire consultants for movies and TV shows all the time. I mean, that's not, uh, just, what yeah. a stupid I just want All right, It's go, just kind what, of a, a weird.
1: About? Anyways, I started to get distracted. Uh, and so here, uh, this is your world is generated by the player. And so as oh. you explore the isometric world made by tiles, the player creates new world tiles and places them depending on what their needs are. Therefore, creating their own world. So you kind of design a tile. And then once you've it's designed a that game. tile, you can place it. Yeah, you place it into your world. And then that's what you survive on. I think the concept, concept is pretty cool. And hey, well, quit trying to erase the Native American culture. Is if you're not allowed to put them in video games and represent them in any way what are you trying to do you're trying to act as if they don't exist you want to know where they do that kind of things in in countries where there's no freedom so get over it and let let us put people that are native american in there because they're not being de- being disrespectful <laughs> you know, the game the game is talking about you know building building all these things uh, how let them be represented too goodness sakes anyways um so you build this, and then, you know, you control those biomes, and you can pop up and explore them, gather and craft in them, survive in them. You know, and there's supposed to be zombies in the games, you know, that are that you're fighting against. Uh, and this is going to be al- is currently in alpha. It's expected to launch early 2023.
0: Nice. I like the well, isometric look. It, it looks, looks very, cool. It's very I, aesthetically pleasing.
1: Yes, and, and, you know, there's the zombies that seem to come out at night or something. This is kind of a, a time when there was the Old West and... Uh, You know, infringing on uh, the the Westlands and everything. They could do it very well. PC Gamer, quit putting your opinion into these reviews about politics. Leave it to games. Leave it alone. Anyways, (laughs) the next one is called uh, Derelicts. Yes, Derelicts. Go go ahead.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Derelicts is the the next game. This is uh, a little bit more of your traditional nitty-gritty survival game, and this one... Um, you are either found or you show up on some old, ancient piece of equipment to find that the Earth is just littered with radiation and and just a a very kind of you know sub uh, sub suboptimal world that you're in. And throughout the process of that, you go through, and this is your traditional building and crafting game where you are chopping trees, uh, Mm -hmm. gathering rocks, and things of that nature to. Uh, to kind of, you can see, so you got some mutant creatures there dealing with the radiation. Um, the PC gamer says it's, you know, got a little bit of a rust look. It does have that. Yeah. Um, this looks like a full fledged, like A yeah. to B, A to Z survival game.
1: Yep. Like it um, looks
0: like it's got all the features and it looks like it, it kind of got, got a horse look to it too.
1: Yeah. It's got, it's got co-op. It's got a little satisfactory in it. If you look at how they're doing the base building, which I think is is good. I like that you know, so kind of building, So it's mixing a couple different game genres um, and allowing you to do crafting in a way that continues to build upon itself because that's the hard part of a lot of this is when you have to put in so much time going and gathering wood. I mean, look at how much time we went and gathered little materials in H1Z1. Um, you know, here they're kind of saving that time because I think that's what people get frustrated with on a lot of survival games is how much time it consumes to really get anywhere in it.
0: Whereas here looks like that you can build this. the base.
1: Yeah, well but but you can build a base that continues to generate things or you know, makes that crafting get you more. You know, whether it's it's just you know on the surface type of thing. That's what it looks like. Um and then what, they got some stuff in space as well. So it looks pretty crazy. There's a lot to it. Hopefully there's not so much to it to where the thing just doesn't work.
0: That's my concern because this game has got a release date of uh, TBA. Um they don't have any Hey, okay, do you want to know what scares me it. though?
1: This is a one-person developer.
0: I Yeah, I mean that's that's a problem. You can yeah, you get too big for your britches. No question. Uh, about
1: that, it. that that that's where it comes down to. How much are they even able to do as a one-person developer? Yeah, I'll tell you what, this is all in-game. Make a promise in-game and bring a team on.
0: That whole trailer was in-game, was all gameplay, so hopefully... um, There's a
1: lot in there. The guy's done a, whoever it is, has done an amazing job of getting that far, but as far as getting to release, that's why it says TBA. Uh, there's, There's a lot to do. How much of that is surface that is really buggy or maybe doesn't really work? It looks like they've made a lot, but if, uh, if, it does, if it's super buggy and they don't have the people to really continue to expand it and grow it once it's, once it's, in, uh, you know, once it's put out and people are starting to test it in alpha uh, and then the bugs start coming in and then they are fixing bugs rather than putting in new features, that's where the problem happens. You need to have a team where you can fix bugs and continue creating content. One person cannot do that. That's where this is going to come to a dead stop. But if this is just to get a proof of concept, so you can maybe put it to a Kickstarter type of thing or hire on a team because they see that there's promise in it, there you go. But there, something's going to have to change. Change. You're not going to get this going forward with a one one developer.
0: Agreed. Um, what it's uh, what's next on the list?
1: Well, we've talked about Sons of the Forest. Is that something that yeah we, we could cover probably again.
0: We could just say it comes out in October of this year. We've already. Pretty yeah. heavily talked about. Sons of the Forest, which is the second. I think it's is it a yeah? It's it's after the Forest. Of, of,
1: it's of after the, the forest, forest. Yeah, Force so two. The Sons of the Forest Two. Let's just call that it could, Forest Two. Forest Two. yeah. Yeah. So that will be coming out in October. We'll see. It could be good. Uh, hopefully, it's that. It's just it's what the Forest was plus a lot of enhancements and multiplayer and all those things. Yeah. Uh, built better. Um, the next one's Nightingale, and this one's supposed to be out in early access towards the end of this year. Nice. Uh, okay. This is one. Yeah, so this one's done in more of a Victorian style. And they call huh. it the Victorian gas lamp fantasy style. Uh, it looks very different. It's got a, kind of an alt history backstory on it where the discovery of magic kind of impacts human civilization. Um, it's got crafting, estate building. Um, you know, it's, it's got a lot of things going on here where, in a system where you can create new realms to, to explore where you're crafting special cards mm-hmm. um you know there's ways they say there also be ways around combat with certain factions by solving conflicts with compromises so it's not all about compact uh, conflict it's <clears throat> i don't know it it looks way different you know it's going to be an early access pretty soon what they show as far as the video the graphics look good um, I like the idea of having a game where there's something else kind of behind it that you're building towards, which is kind of like an achievement system. Some games do it through a crafting system; um, they're doing it through these cards, which maybe unlock certain things. But I mean, look, the it looks like it's done with a fairly large team. Their co-op will su- support up to ten players. Yeah, it's got a kind of a trippy look. Hopefully, hopefully, this is something good. That's not just a really well done trailer. Yeah. But you craft these realm cards which I think then oh. create other environments. Look at these creatures.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look it's it's an alt Holy it's all uh alt alt history type of a like, world. It's
0: like a it's like a um Oh my god. Uh what's the <laughs>
1: Jesus. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So that's uh so that is Nightingale. And the next one is Frostpunk 2. Now there was a Frostpunk 1, which is a survival game. I owned it, but I've never really played it. I think I owned it. I've heard it too. people you know, Yeah, I just I've never really sat down and played it. Uh, but of course people from what I've heard really like the game. Yeah, um, so this you know, it's 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 a city builder. Which so Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it it is a city builder, um, but and as a, as I'm sure you can uh, gather from the name Frostpunk, it takes place in a uh, in a suboptimal temperature uh, situation. You can see here the um, some sort of uh, maybe an oil yeah oil refiner, I guess you'd call this that's you know, completely frozen over. Um, and for for this, it's going to obviously it's 30 years after the megastorm that ended the campaign in the original game. Spoiler alert, um, where all of the yeah. humans are still suffering as the the endless winter has just gone on for, for at this point, nearly 30 years. Um, the age of coal is over and now they're working on oil. But there obviously there are issues related to that as well. Um, so that's the story that you're going to play through in this one 30 years after this storm. And this one is taking place all in the, uh, in the, the frost bite of, uh, of this.
1: And the, the graphics are really good. Um, the original one from, you know, from what I've heard is really good. So definitely one to check out because they've delivered on a previous game, yeah. which gives me hope that they'll deliver on a game like this. Yeah. I'm and looking it, at, um, I, I, I think it will, will be one that's successful.
0: And I'm looking at Frostpunk. Um, yeah, you know, this game's a game came out in 2018. It's got very positive reviews on Steam. Ninety one percent of its overall reviews, which it's got about sixty seven thousand yeah. of them are positive. So, yep. yep. They, and Mine, it's also only
1: one that could be worth checking out
0: a single player campaign, which means it has an end time. It's not your entire life that you're putting in. You yes. play through the story, you play through the campaign. Frostpunk 2. Uh, I think
1: they're finding that people like that. Yeah, I mean, I do. That the, because Val, Valheim was one that I think made developers realize, and this one too, uh, Oh, people don't always want to play on a server with a bunch of other people because guess what yeah. other people do? They mess with your stuff. Sometimes people want to do a survival game and make progress and feel like they're making achievements that aren't going to be destroyed by some sure. random six-year-old or twelve-year-old running down through the map.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: that's just uh, how it works.
0: Uh, to be announced on the release date for uh, for that as well.
1: Yes, and then one more. This one's Occupy Mars, uh, and here this one they said that there's a lot of complexity and realism. Uh, it, ha- it looks like it kind of has a silly feel to it, but you know you you are building a base, searching for. Things to extract water, setting up solar arrays um, so you can power your colony, growing food in the greenhouses and things like that. Because you're starting out in an environment that's Mars. There's pretty much nothing there. Uh, you know, it's something that they keep talking about. We're going to be doing here in, in supposedly my lifetime. Uh, but this is very much that. Uh, it's it's taking nothing and creating something from it. It could be a very fun game, but you know, it's it's going to be how's the progression i don't do you like feel this like you're ever. always kind of you do feel like you're always kind of growing in it uh you know does it feel like it gets stale and, and stall halfway through the game it that's hard to say but it looks like from what they're showing this is very a great game this
0: is very cinema cin- cinema i don't that, like this that at that that scares I don't me is, like this is at all. when
1: they don't show real gameplay
0: yeah this is incredibly overdone
1: And so when you're doing this, this doesn't tell me what the game is going to be like. Hmm. You know, none of this is gameplay.
0: I mean, all their stuff on freaking Steam are these stupid damn pictures. These very cinematic photos.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, this, uh, we'll see. This is one that's going to be sometime this year it will be released. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. I can't tell from that trailer.
0: Um, all right. How's, here's yeah, some... The, the capability here, of being good. Here's some gameplay from a couple of weeks ago on YouTube, apparently. Um, nothing like the. Of course, nothing like the trailer at all, which is what you expect. It looks like it's first person. This is more um, like a
1: standard survival game.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to look through... Um. Yeah, so that's this is yeah, this is a this I mean, it looks is just like regular. there's promise, but this, it looks, this it looks is like a standard survival this game. Looks done like, yeah, this looks, like, this looks like an unreal survival game with all of the uh, yep. <laughs> unreal assets to, uh, to make it happen.
1: Yep, hmm. so there you go.
0: All right, well, um, so that is a list of nine games that are all uh, expected to be out within the next uh, about 16, 18 months or so. Most of them coming out in either 2022 or probably 2023. If you want to uh, check out this list or check out any of the games, there will be a link on our website, infectionpodcast.com. All right, Brian, we are running way long here. Um, Yes. Can you tell folks uh, where they can find you?
1: Yes. If you want to find me at Boise Computer on Gab, Parler, Getter, uh, Truth Social. Uh, If you want to go to my blog, biteoftech.com, and, of course, you can go to infectionpodcast.com. And on there, we have a place where you can join our Discord server on the upper right-hand side. It's free to use. totally. A, 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 they have an app that works in the web browser, your phone, your computer, totally free. Uh, and if there's news that you think we should be covering, maybe a topic that, that you want to have discussed on the next week's show, put it in the news channel. If you put a link there. We'll review it for the next show. And if it's something that we think will fit, we'll put it in our show notes um if you uh if you're interested in playing some arc we cut uh what, 10 or 11 we have 11 i think or something arc servers running right now with all the different maps that you can go between uh, a lot of people playing on that uh and that's all on discord if you want to watch the uh, video forms of the podcast and um, uh, most of those they're all live and some of them have uh, after the fact recordings that's twitch youtube BitChute, and d live and then at the lower right hand side we have audio only forms so these are the podcast form of, of this and those are uploaded after the show is done uh, and in uh, whatever podcast app you want to use desktop app There's a lot of different ways to listen to the show and if you are gonna be listening one helpful thing would be to go to the particular show notes for that episode and we've got links for all the different things we've discussed we've got a video and audio player in there and in uh, and videos for things that we show during the show for perhaps you're listening and you want to see a video that we're displaying especially today we showed a lot of videos that's an excellent way to do it and it's all right on the website now, if you want to support the show, you can go to the support button up top or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support where there's prime gaming subs. You've heard a couple of those during the, uh, during the show and we've got humble bundle and Subscribestar star and a lot of different ways that you can help support the show that hopefully will go towards uh, doing some sort of in-person convention. Once the world becomes a little more normal.
0: Yes, sir. Absolutely. I want to thank our friend UGX vibe and green man cartoons, both for hitting us up with 50 plus month tier one subscriptions. Gentlemen, it is greatly appreciated. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you very much. We will uh, we you. will see you uh, next week, and uh, thanks again. Yep. Thank you. Alrighty, folks. Well, that is uh, going to do it here for a another episode of Infection. Um, If you want to check out any of my uh, antics or any of the things I work on, you can head on over to my website. It's nickcraig.com. Of course, if you missed any portion of this show, maybe you want to read about China's little hat thing they're working on, you can head on over to our website, infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.